Happy Friday and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Into the Night Minute, a show where each and every week teams of Movies by Minute podcasters get together and talk about one of John Landis's lesser known but still funny uh, action comedies, a 1985 film, Into the Night. I'm your host today, Jim O'Kane of the Airport Minute, the Rocketeer Minute, uh, the Die Hard Minute, and... uh, the Apollo 13 minute, and I'm going solo uh, for this one. Uh, we're up to minute 110 as we finish out the week here on week 22. Uh, it begins with Ed Oaken waking up alone in the hotel room of the Ramada, and it ends with him seeing a cleaning woman in the hallway of that same Ramada. Where we're finding Ed right now is we find Ed at the very end, where we found him at the very beginning, his uh, hands behind his head, vaguely puzzled at life, and still unsure in his role as a bystander. The room and its anonymity is a reflection of Ed's life. Nobody seems to care about Ed's personal happiness except in providing conventional external sources of quick happiness. The haagen ice cream, a Las Vegas fling. Even the many thrills of following Diana on a heist-gone-wrong caper is fleeting. Ed's finished his quest. He's gotten his accepted loot, even a little more. He only was promised uh, 12500 but he does get 20000 in this particular minute. And it... It's done from uh, from this part of his life's game. Uh, does he go back to his cheating wife, his miserable job? I mean, $20,000 might buy him a sportier car once he's gotten the, uh, the other one out of hock at the uh, impound lot. But his life really is in shambles at the moment. Will Ed have a showdown with Ellen about Stan and the infidelities? If he does, they'll probably sell the house. Ed'll probably move into an even more pathetic dwelling. I mean, he lives under a bridge right now like a troll. Does Ellen notice he's been missing for three days or more? There's a lot of questions here that we don't know. If the first morning was a Friday, it's Monday now, possibly Tuesday, and maybe she's called the police already? Who knows? Will it be okay to miss a day of work for him? Will uh, the David Cronenberg character, his boss, be okay with Ed just taking an unannounced sick day? Will uh, Dan Aykroyd cover for him? What's, what's going to happen at work? Does it really matter what, what is going to happen with his job? You know, Jack Nicholson told John Landis when, he was, when Landis was considering using Nicholson in the Ed Oaken role, he wouldn't take the role because Ed doesn't solve his own problems. There's no character growth, and, he, and he's right. Ed is pretty much the same person he was at the beginning of the movie, minus the insomnia. In the end, at least... At this minute, we've gone nowhere and have solved nothing in Ed's life. Or or did we? Ed may have had a different view of the world now post-Diana. He's been more in charge of his life in the past 72 hours than probably most of his married life. Um, He reveled in his ignorance in front of Shaheen. She didn't care if he knew about BPSK versus QPSK. He was making things up as he went along. He was telling her all kinds of different lies and uh, seemed to be enjoying it. Ed's faced death several times since that uh, first Savak guy dropped on his car hood back at the parking garage. David Bowie tried to kill him, but couldn't. The Savak guys couldn't catch up with him in Beverly Hills. Uh, Roger Vadim had a gun trained on him in Malibu, and yet he got out of Vadim's clutches. So he even talked a Savak guy into killing himself. That, That newfound power really won't go away very quickly. I keep wondering, how would I write the ending? I think I'd have Ed go bail out his impounded Corolla after this particular minute. I'd have him go bail out the Corolla. He'd go back in the airport at nightfall, drive into that same 
parking spot that he was at when he when we first started with him and uh, and park his car then go to black as he looked out the windshield and pondered what he was going to do next i think that would be a nice circle of activity but i really would like to know what your thoughts are on where you know where we're at here you hopefully if as as listeners you've seen the movie you've uh, you've gotten to this point in the film when you got to that last 2 minutes how did you think it was going to end was it going to be something that was you know going to be an out of the blue ending was it going to be shocking surprising the next couple of minutes uh, as as we finish the film uh, if if you already know the ending it's supposed to be a satisfying happy ending but i don't know if it is and it doesn't feel I, I keep getting the feeling that besides the star power, which seems to be what's what's blamed for the failure of this film, or lack lack of star power at the time, I think the biggest failing is the story doesn't work at the end. The story finally doesn't come together at the end. But how would you fix it? You know, let's say you were working for uh, Universal Studios, and you were handed uh, the script, and uh, Landis gave you. Um, you know, thumbs up and carte blanche on, on anything to do. Because remember, he, he had the director's cut. He had final say on what was going on. If you were handed this script by Ron Coslow and John Landis, how would you fix the ending? Or do you think that the ending, do you think that the story is already too broken to fix at the end? Is there anything that you could do at this point to salvage what you've been watching? Um I really would be interesting, uh, interested to hear your thoughts on that. So if you could join us out on social media, we're available. Gosh, there's a couple of places you can go. Uh, most easily, The King Lives, uh, Listener's Limo out there on Facebook. We've been promoting that all the whole length of this uh, of this series. So drop by at the, uh, the King Lives, Listener's Limo on Facebook. Let us know how you would fix the story. Be very interested to hear about that. Or you can reach us on Twitter, of course, at uh, Night Minute. This is going to be a short episode because uh, for minor uh, technical notes, we've had uh, where I live, we've had a couple of power failures in the past week, and I've been unable to uh, do a lot of uh, things simply because the uh, <laughs> I didn't have power to run my computer to record some of these episodes. But uh, next week, we've got some really uh, great uh, activities coming up. We've got um, we've got one of the stars of the film coming to uh, to conclude the series and he's got an awful lot of things to say he's an actor as well as a screenwriter so uh, he has a lot of ideas about the narrative strategies of into the night and uh, how they didn't work plus we're going to get a lot of information about how landis directed this film and the problems that he saw with landis's direction of the film so uh, i really hope you'll join us next week as we conclude the series uh, it's been a great time doing this uh this is probably going to be about the last time i can i can say this but thank you to uh to all the listeners for for checking in on this show it is a very unusual and uh, often not seen film an often not remembered film uh, but i thank you for uh, for checking us out here yeah if you if you would like to watch the movie it, it's not often shown online streaming but i would recommend getting the new blu-ray shout factory release of into the night it's a great uh, package and it has a lot of different bonus features of listening to John Landis interviews as well as Jeff Goldblum interviews and a discussion about using B.B. King uh, and his music in the film. So uh, that, that's my last plug for, uh, for Shout Factory. Uh, I can really strongly recommend getting the latest release on that. Uh, but again, thank you to the listeners and thank you especially to the uh, Movies by Minute hosts that we have so many of them. I don't, I don't even want to name them in here out of not wanting to order them up or, or miss anybody. But uh, the Movies by Minute 
uh, crew has been a, a big help in getting these group efforts uh, together and really coming up with sparkling commentary and uh, interesting takes on uh, a relatively unknown film. So I th thank you to all the Movies by Minute uh, hosts. I hope we can do this again sometime soon. Uh, I do have a couple of ideas for some new movies, so please uh, stay tuned. And we will post that also on uh, uh, when the new movies come out uh, over there at uh, at the King Lives uh, Listeners Limo on Facebook. And I'll also mention it on uh, on Twitter. Uh, thank you again for listening, and uh, we'll see you here next week on the Into the Night Minute. Do we thank you or what? I'd say I fall in the or what category.